to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting. What's good? What's good? This fabulous fucking Saturday. Yo, I just got home from picking up my new car. So I'm fucking frothing, bro. Frothing. So excited about that, man. Um, so I went, yeah, mum, mum come pick me up today to take me up there to pick up the car and, um, we get there, we do all the, the shit, right? Pay for it and all this. And, um, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the warranty, right? And I'm like, um, so, so do my services have to be through one of these dealerships? And, uh, and the dude's like, oh no, it's not how it used to be. Um, but you know, we'd, we'd love it if you could come back and like support the dealership, um, you know, after what, what we've been through or whatever. <laughs> Cause, and keep in mind, okay. Keep in mind, it's a one hour drive from my house to this, this particular dealership. Okay. So I was like, yo, uh, yo, sit, I know like, you know, I love you like a brother, uh, and everything we've been through, bro. I still cannot come out here to get my fucking car service, bro. I'll go to another dealership close to my house. You know, he said, you know, we'd love it. Like after everything we've been through for you to come back here, I'm like, yo, what do you mean? Everything we've been through all the thousands of fucking dollars I gave you, bro. You you end up on the good end of this, bro. Because as soon as I drive this bitch off the lot, I'm I'm done. I'm down money straight up, right? If I try to sell this bitch now, it's over, man. There's no, there's no bringing it back. There's no getting that cash back now. It's too late. Um, even even if it gets stolen, the insurance only covers the what the car is worth. It doesn't even cover, you know, the on-road costs, stamp duty, registration, all that shit. Insuring a new car, I don't even know how it all works if your car gets stolen, if your insurance covers the next car that you get. I don't even know, you see. But um, I'm just down. It's You're down. You're down after that. So no, bro, I'm not going to drive one hour to get my car serviced by you. Sorry to hear that. I, I hate to be the bearer of bre- the bearer of bad news, bro. That's uh that's a tongue twister. Bearer of bad news, bro. Bearer of bad news, bro. Bearer of bad news, bro. Well, maybe it's not. Um. So yeah, got a new whip, and got to open it up a bit driving home, and that was fun, and I like it. Uh, but you know, I've still got the work car for a few more weeks, so I'm still going to be whipping that and making sure that I make the most of you know free petrol and all that good shit um i've got my cunt mug here but i've got an iced coffee in it so the heat hasn't activated the letters so it's not hilarious today um 
Yo, speaking of not hilarious, um, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's not funny and this is a comedy podcast, I like to think, but the, uh, there was a, you know, terror attack in, um, Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, Death toll is at the moment at 49. I think by now that should probably be it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's no more. But um, 49, man, uh, that's, you know, that's terrible. This dude went in armed to the fucking teeth, um, went into a mosque or uh, two mosques, I think it sounds like, and uh, he had a fucking uh, camera helmet on. And he live streamed this fucking shit to Facebook. So he goes into a mosque and he's shooting this shit up. Uh, it looked like a video game, like first person shooter, um, which I hate. They obviously they're gonna they are going to talk big shit about video games. I think um, about because of this. I don't think video games is the problem. I'll talk about what I think is the problem in a minute. But uh, the video was all over the internet. Uh, I for one did watch it. Um, regrettably I don't think I should have my curiosity got the better of me and I watched it and uh I think that's what he wanted he wanted he wanted everybody to see this shit and he wanted to spread this so I'm begging you if you do find a link to it uh don't share it don't uh don't get this shit out there um don't don't watch it it is very confronting um please keep in mind you are watching you are watching real people die it is not a video game as much as it looks like it it is not a movie you're watching real people get killed by um a real piece of shit so uh yeah please don't share the video uh we uh, you know i've got a group chat with a group of friends and one of our friends sort of broke the news to our group um he he didn't share the video to our group and I think that was the right thing for him to do. And we all, um, I mean, whoever wanted to did find it. I found it. I, I, I went searching for it. Uh, and again, I do regret it. It was hard to watch. Made me sick, man. Um, uh, it's very sad seeing that, you know, there's people, there's people that are getting this kind of treatment. There's people out there that think um, they get to make the decision on who should be in certain countries. So obviously he had a problem with Muslims, with immigrants um, uh, to New Zealand. The guy was a 28-year-old Australian. I don't want to name him. He elected not to have his name um, uh, hidden from the media. So he obviously wants to be known. Um, so I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name this motherfucking man. I'm not going to give this guy more fame. Um, fuck yourself, rotten hell, die slow, motherfucker. Um, and uh, I mean, there's, there's something about this, uh, people, how can this happen? And obviously for the majority of us, we can never fathom doing anything like this to, to fellow human beings. Uh, but there, there are certain people that I believe that some of it is nature. I think we're born with a little good, a little evil in us. I've talked about it before. Like sometimes you, you walk past a piece of dog shit on the ground and you see a footprint in it and you it might make you smile. Like it's kind of funny that someone stepped in it. That's your evil talking, right? 
But you're, that's like the extent of it. That's a little bit of evil. Some people will see somebody fall over and smack their face on the, on the pavement or whatever and be like, oh, oh shit. You know, see someone miss the bus. Oh shit, that's funny. You know, that's your evil, man. And that's about it. That's about what most of us feel. That's the most evil that we've got in us, right? Some people, some people are the opposite. Some people only have that much good in them. And that's a motherfucker like this. So there's, there's a, a craziness. There's a craziness that comes along with it that um, if channeled correctly can make you become very successful. Uh, so I'm talking like people that think that they can take anything they want for themselves. You see children on the playground, okay? And they, they push another kid over and they take his action man or transform or whatever. That toy, I want that toy, I'm playing with it. And, you know, they don't ask, they don't leave it open to interpretation like, can I have this? It's up to you whether I play with it. No, I'm playing with this now. I'm going to drop you. He, you push him over, you take the fucking toy. It's mine. It's my decision. I make the fucking calls around here, right? Now, that personality can become somebody like a Donald Trump, okay? Maybe not a great example, but like a Steve Jobs, okay? Bill Gates, uh, uh, Jimmy B., is his name Jim? Bezos? Bezos? Fuck, I forgot. Um, your, your Kobe Bryant's, your Michael Jordan's, these people fucking take what they want, what they think is rightfully theirs, and they fucking build something with it, right? But theirs is channeled in the right direction, so they become very successful. The opposite of this, when it's not channeled correctly, is people read the, me the media and they're like, well, those people, those people shouldn't be here. This isn't their country. This is my country. What is that religion? I don't believe in that shit. I, this is my religion. This is what I believe in. This is right and you're wrong. And I'm going to show you now because I'm going to tell you what's right and what's wrong. And I'm going to tell you who dies and who lives, right? So from a young age, you can see this behavior from a young age and it needs to be channeled correctly. You can find this and you can, you can help someone be super successful or you can say, hey, what the fuck's that? Go sit in the corner for 15 minutes, you're on timeout, and they sit there and they get mad and they'll still do that shit again the next day and you think, oh, that's just a bad kid. Maybe it is. Or maybe that's a kid that's got some sort of spark in them, some sort of energy that you can fucking use to help them become something instead of just punishing them and then ending up like this guy. Now, do I know if that's what happened? No. Is it a possibility? Absolutely. So this guy... This guy is somebody who thinks that he has the right to say, you know what, fuck this religion, fuck immigrants, fuck Muslims. I'm going to kill 49 people to make a point and say, and instill fear into, into immigrants and say, don't fucking come to this country. Okay. I'm going to instill fear into the Muslims uh, or people thinking about becoming Muslims and think, hey, maybe I shouldn't become a Muslim. Maybe Catholicism is for me. This guy thinks he has the power or the right to do that. And he doesn't. But that's what he's got in his head. So when you see your kid or one of your students do something like that, just think of that and think, you know what? Maybe he's got something in him that I can turn into a positive thing. Hey, Michael Jordan made a lot of enemies, but he won six championships. He's a billionaire, right? Yeah, he owns prisons, but, and LeBron James creates schools. There's a difference there, right? But 
he was very successful and he didn't kill 49 Muslims. You understand? So when you see this behavior, try and do something to help uh, the child channel this. Because if they live 28 years thinking that they can make these decisions, um, if, sorry, I can just hear Richard on the phone yelling. Um, if, uh, where was I? Fuck, just close the door, bro. Um, yeah, if you, if you can, fuck, he's just so loud, man. Hold on, let me just have a sip of this coffee. Um, so if we can just, you know, pull this up, cause okay, yeah, that's where I was, 28. So if you're 28 years old and no one's ever pulled you up on this and you, you think like this, you think that this is the way you can act and you get to make the decisions. Once you're 28, there's no fixing that. You have, you, you're wired incorrectly. Your, your way of thinking is so far gone now that there's no fucking fixing that. Does that go for depression and anxiety and things? Maybe, maybe not. But this is something else. This is habitual. He didn't need to be like this. I don't believe he needed to be like this. I believe, like I said, there's nature, there's nurture. And we nurture our kids to be good people. But, you know, in some of these cases, there, there's something we can do to, to see. And instead of ignoring the fact, the behavior and like seeing things like kids taking toys from other kids and punishing them or whatever for, you know, time out or whatever. Remember that and don't think this is a one-off or he'll learn the more I put him in time out. Just remember that and be like, you know what? He's got this characteristic. I can nurture him. I can mentor him or her into becoming successful, harnessing that whatever it is inside them and using it in a positive manner. Maybe they'll still have an abrasive personality, but that, I mean, most successful people do, man. Michael Jordan, you know, he, he, he was a competitor, man. And he would talk shit to his teammates. Um, cause he wanted them to be better. I did that shit. And my, and I had a bitch ass coach that couldn't take it. I had many bitch ass coaches that couldn't, couldn't handle it. And to, you're not the coach I'll fucking do with that. Or like, oh, you can't talk to people like that. I don't hate anybody. There's no personal shit. It's, I, I believe you're better than you're being. So I'm saying, it. if I don't say shit to you, that means, that means I think you suck and you won't get better. So I'm not going to waste my energy on you. If I think you're better than what you're being, I'll say some shit, right? So uh, with success, there's going to be some abrasiveness. Have you ever had a job? Have you ever been intimidated to go and ask your boss a question or ask them for some time off and be like, fuck, I don't really want to do this. It's because that's how, that's how successful people are, man. All right. And this is how these fucks are. But we can, as a society, if you're like a teacher, if you're a parent, you can direct this instinct in these children and send them in the right direction anyway off that shit because um yeah that really breaks my heart and like for sure um don't blame politicians don't but oh man speaking of politicians bro this fucking guy up in queensland i forgot his name 
Oh, forget. He he's straight away on the day of this attack, he starts talking about um how like we need to tighten up our immigration laws. Like shut the fuck up, bro. If that's what you stand for, I get it. If that's what side of politics you're on, I fucking understand that. Not today, bro. Just shut the fuck up and let people mourn and let people fucking get over this shit before fucking pushing your agenda and being borderline racist. Just shut the fuck up. Give it a week, give it two weeks and then fucking push that shit again. Focus on your other issues right now. How do you not have a publicist saying this to you? I wouldn't be surprised if this motherfucker has to step down next week, man. Like, for real, for real. Um, now, where was I going from there? Unsure, man. Oh, this is a good fucking blend, bro. It's a good coffee, man. Oh, love a good fucking coffee. Now, uh, there was a college admissions scandal. So usually it's all about athletics, basketball, football, division one sports, all that good shit. This is just straight up admissions. So some chick, some actress, some well-off white woman, um, she used to be on full house. I don't know if she's on full house or not, but she was on full house with John Stamos and, um, Bob Saget and the Olsen twins and all this shit, right? And, um, so she paid like, I, I believe, so on source here at the Wong to the Potty podcast, but bang, yo, it's so easy for me, bro. Easy money. Um, it, she, I, I believe it was $500,000 bribery to get her kid into a school, right? Now check this out. This is where it all goes pear-shaped, right? I don't know who snitched. I don't know how they found out, but this bribery, it's gone public. And um, it's like, first of all, you're a wealthy white woman, right? And so your child was at an advantage right there, like period, before the bribery. Your child was at an advantage by being your daughter, by growing up in the situation the child grew up in, it was at an advantage. Got, it got first pick of good schools, right? It got, it, like, if you could afford it, go, go do it, right? Whereas there's people that... Um, you know, have to go to public schools in, in rough neighborhoods. Sometimes the fucking teachers don't rock up. They're worried. They've got to go through metal detectors and shit. They're more worried about their livelihood than their grades. You know, they just want to stay alive. So they're not really fucking thinking in school. So it's harder for them to learn, right? But you're a wealthy white woman sending your kid to the fucking place with the, the green leaves and the fucking big red brick buildings and shit. And you're still bribing. So... You're taking opportunities away from people that truly earned it, right? So you're already at an advantage. Now you're bribing, taking opportunities away from people who've truly earned it. Like, do you see what you're fucking doing? So this shit's all, I haven't read up on it, clearly. This is the Welcome to the Potty podcast. This isn't about news, but like, you know, there's there's something about that silver spoon shit and that money that you think you can just do whatever, right? Like, like, I always think, like, people with money, like, they really think they can do whatever. So, I always think, like, I wonder about rich, rich dudes, like, that own islands and shit. And I wonder if, like, you know how there's however many missing people a year? I wonder how many of them end up on one of these islands as human game. So, like, rich rich folks can fly out there and hunt people, bro. Now, Clay, you sound so crazy right now with your conspiracy theories. 
Oh, for real? Oh, that's far-fetched to you, bro? Fuck that. Did you guys see Get Out? Because that shit, that shit was real to me, bro. I believe it. If there was the technology to take your brain and put it in a black athletic fucking body, right? White people, rich white people would for sure do that, bro. Rich white people, do you know what their number one focus is? How do I live longer to make more money? Sorry about my voice breaking. I'm 13. Um, so, I believe it, bro. White people and their money is so crazy. But black people and their money, also so crazy. I don't... I Money is the root of all evil. And also, nature versus nurture. And also... Um, what else? Power? Yeah. Also, um, religion? Oh, don't get me. Clay, come the fuck down. Um, shit. So yeah, that's the scandal. I, I don't know if we're going to do updates and shit on that. I just saw it. I didn't read it. And I, I, I wanted to say that. I wanted to say that you can't just be taking, um, opportunities from people that earned the shit, man. There's people out there grinding, bro. Straight grinding. Like Tony Hawk and shit, you know? Um, yo, it's so easy for me, bro. Easy money. That shit was so easy. Um, um, also, my back, my fucking back is killing me, bro. It's not getting any better. It's been three weeks since I went to the physio. I'm going to up that again. I'm going to start going back every week. My back is fucking killing me. And it's like, it was very central, like low, very low, very central sacrum type area. It's moved to the left and it's starting to refer down my leg a bit. I think I might have a slip disc or something if it's doing that. Um, so maybe even a Cairo as well. I might fucking mix it up a little bit. I've never been to a Cairo before. I get nervous though that I'm too big and my car is going to be so weak that they're going to try and crack me, but I'm going to be too heavy for them and shit because I'm fucking huge, bro, you know? Not as just not just because I'm fucking strong as hell and Herculean, almost Zeus-like. Not just because of that, but just my, my height, my bone density, you know? I'm a big motherfucker. So what if my Cairo is like a little tiny Asian dude? Sorry, sometimes you got a stereotype. No, that would be acupuncturist, right? Wait, what's it, what if I get a tiny... Chiropractor and like they fuck me up because they're not able to move me correctly, you know? It's fucking nerve-wracking, but I'm gonna see a Cairo, I'm gonna go back to physio more regularly. I got I got one this Tuesday, but my back's fucking killing me, right? And you know what? Like, you go to the pharmacy, you just want some anti-inflams or whatever, like some um ibuprofen, right? You just walk in, you know what you want, some neurofin, whatever. Walk in there, Voltaren, you get it, you fucking get it. You walk in. They scream at you, right? Every time I'm at the pharmacy, they're like, What can I do for you? You're like, fuck, bro. Like, you can shut the fuck up because I'm in a pharmacy. You know, like, it could be personal. I could have, like, a dick rash. I could have, like, I could have, like, foot fungus, you know? I could have all types of shit growing out of my asshole, man, that I need, like, this special, like, juice for or, like, something, like, I need, like, someone to pop a pill up my asshole or something, bro. And you want me to say this out loud to you? I know what I'm looking for. 
I will find it. Don't ask me when I'm in there for one minute and the place is full. There's always 50 people in the pharmacy. I'm never in the fucking pharmacy by myself screaming at me. I could have fucking shingles or some shit. Very embarrassing. Fucking what's that other shit? You know, I could be going bald. I'm in there wearing a hat, right? Need some Propecia to grow my fucking hair, right? And you're screaming at me. I'm clearly insecure about my fucking hair. I'm not. I got fucking great hair. My hairline is fucking like 8.5 out of 10. I'll probably give it. Like Paul George is like here. Like his hairline almost touches his eyebrows. That's a 10 out of 10 hairline. Um, you know, they say forehead. I got big fingers though. So it is forehead. It could be a three head. I think my forehead is a little bit large. But like, I think my my hairline is eight point five. I think that I think that hits it on the head. I think minimum eight point five, maximum eight point five. You know, perfect. I got a good forehead. I'm not worried about my hair. Rachel once said, "Oh, it looks like you're going bald." I don't see it. I am insecure about. I don't understand whether she was joking or not. But I don't see where I'm going bald, and that's fine. But my hair, my hair's fine, bro. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. If you are a pharmacist and you are listening, you need to be more discreet, motherfucker. You used to not give a fuck about discretion. Shout out to uh, Pineapple Express. Man, that was so easy for me. Easy money. Um, yeah, bro, but... Yo, if you are a, uh, some sort of physio, uh, physiotherapist or um, a chiropractor or a doctor even please email uh welcome to the party at gmail.com and give me some sort of advice man i've been putting heat on it i've been stretching hamstrings glutes um hip flexes all that shit all that good shit man i haven't been doing enough exercise uh, ab exercises i do i do admit that i probably need to get some sit-ups some planks and shit all all that good shit happening as well but when i try to do like the flutter, the flutter kicks or like just the, the leg raises, my back's so sore that it's hard for me to keep my legs straight and actually do that. So I need to, yeah, you're right. You're right, bro. I'll do some planks. I'll do some fucking sit-ups, which also hurt. Planks. I'll just do some fucking planks. Don't worry about it. Hey, duly noted, motherfucker. Um, speaking of being athletic, Herculean, almost Zeus-like, Zion Williamson um, is back playing killing bro and you know what i fucking like about this guy and i've talked about this before they're all telling him to sit out until the draft and he's like thanks but no thanks i'm a basketball player i want to fucking play basketball these are my teammates ride or die motherfucker and i respect zion williamson for that that shit is humble and you know what else when people do the the comparisons to greatness and all this shit like they do for lebron james i usually get a bit bitter about it because i'm a huge michael man i'm a huge kobe man Okay, but I'm not a huge LeBron man. I love the like, I think LeBron's a great player, but I don't like the way he moves off the court. I've, I, I'm not going to get back into this before. But Zion, I'm I'm fucking sold on Zion, man. And they're not really comparing him so much to Michael Jordan because he doesn't play. He doesn't have that finesse game. But they they're comparing him more to LeBron. I would compare him. More to like a Sean Kemp. Is that is that wrong? He's probably a bit more dominant than Sean Kemp. I don't know. I don't know what Sean Kemp did in college though, to be honest. Um, 
we've just lost video and we've just bought about, I don't know what happened there. We'll storage, iPhone storage. Ah, oh, God damn it. Um, while I, uh, while I fix this, I'll keep talking. So James Gunn of the fucking guardians of the galaxy shit. He, um, he got, he got in trouble for some old tweets similar to that, uh, sort of Kevin Hart Oscar bullshit, right? So, um, they, he, he made some jokes and they were, they were pretty fucked up jokes, right? So they were, they would, his jokes were talking about, um, like loving little boys and shit. It was all this weird Michael Jackson type shit. And I, I mean, I don't think anybody's career needs to be all fucked up, but you don't, you shouldn't be making these jokes anyway. Um, but he basically got taken off of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? I don't think, I don't remember if it was Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or if it was Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but um, I guess I could Google it, but I'll probably, I, I probably won't, to be honest with you. Um, but what I will say is that he, James Gunn, is back on um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, man. So, and he's also doing Suicide Squad 2. So, the thing, the thing here is, obviously, fucking, Marvel might be getting nervous that James Gunn's so good that, that DC is going to get a good Suicide Squad 2 here, right? And so they're like, fuck all of these Twitter bitch, bitch lords, you know, let's just fucking, let's just, let's just get him on, um, let's just get him on Guardians 3 so we can make sure we remain better than, um, fucking DC. Cause you know, DC's trash, bro. Except for Wonder Woman. That was all right. What was the other shit? Batman versus Superman. Poop. That was poop, bro. Poop coming out of my asshole, bro, into my eyes. I was basically pooping in my own eyes. That's what fucking Batman and Superman was. Um, Aquaman, oh my God. I would actually, uh, instead of watching the poop that was Batman versus Superman, instead of watching Aquaman, I'd prefer to eat the poop from my own eyes, bro. Wipe the poop from my eyes, eat it instead of watching Aquaman, that's how shit that was. And I can't believe that. Well, I can believe it's getting a second movie because it fucking killed in the box office. Stupid kids. Kid, I've talked about this. Kids are not fucking ready, bro. And so if you're like, kids are going like, oh, I want to see Aquaman, I want to see Aquaman. And now they're making shit movies because they, because all these idiot kids that have no idea about film like it, you know? Kids aren't ready, man, to, to be making decisions like this. Um, <laughs> shit, I, uh, mm. it's a good beam. That started to go a bit warm, but still kind of, still kind of cold. So it's nice. Um, shit. I think, I actually think that we're ready for a little bit of poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Now, Somebody's sent in some shit from so long ago. And this was only yesterday that they sent it in. But this, I remember this from like years ago. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. This isn't poor posture. This is, we'll, 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 we'll get back to that one. Cause that, that is some wild 
Shit, bro. Um, what do we got here? Now, oh god. Okay, this is this is poor posture. A scorpion stings a student on a Toronto to Calgary flight. Now, if I'm ever on a plane that I get stung by a scorpion, bro, you better give me all the fucking money, bro. Give me all the fucking money. Because if a, if a scorpion bites me on your plane, bro, you either promise me to give me all the money when we land or I'm, I'm taking this fucking plane down, bro. Why is there a scorpion on this plane and why is it biting me? Flight attendant tried to blame it on a gum wrapper before creature found in fold of seat. Now listen, if I tell you something bit me or stung me, okay, and you, you look down and see a gum wrapper and you tell me, oh, you sat on a gum wrapper, I'll punch you in your fucking face. I'll punch you square in the fucking face. You want to tell me, this feeling of me getting bit or stung is from a gum wrapper. Oh, this big red mark on my ass crack is from a gum wrapper. I'm, I'm punching you square in your fucking face for that, bro. What? She ripped her seatbelt off and jumped onto her armrest instead, needing to process what she was seeing. There was a scorpion in my sweater. It was on my back for the past 30 minutes. It was like four inches. What? Four inches? Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? You're going to have to subdue me at this point. You think I trust that there's not more of these on the plane? This is... This is Scorpions on a Plane star and Samuel L. Jackson, bro. Get these motherfucking scorpions off this motherfucking plane. You know? I would have had a fucking panic attack, bro. Four inches? Yo, there's people with smaller cocks, bro. Dead ass. Also, if you got a micro penis, surgery won't even help you, bro. I think I've talked about this before. You can surgery can get you about one more inch on your on your fucking piece, bro. So hey. Thoughts and prayers to all the all the dudes that listen, um, that's got a micro penis. All slabs matter, bro. Um, and I still believe in you. You can still be good guy. You probably have to pay for sex for the rest of your life. So get a good job. Um, or get a woman that, um, has, you know, like some sort of super sensitive box that micro penis can get it done. You know, something like that. I don't know. Just trying to give advice to something I know nothing about, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you got a scorpion on your plane. Yo, me money, bro. Um, what else we got here, Triple M? Health officials warn New Yorkers to vaccinate their pets as rabid raccoons appear in Manhattan. There's nothing you can fucking do about that, bro. Nothing you can do about it. There's not going to be a video episode of Welcome to the Party this week. We're having technical difficulties again. Um... Oh, well, I do have text message from housemate Dan here that has some more poor posture. So let's just have a quick look here. 
at this message. What's he got to say? Reese Palmer, former AFL player for Dockers, Carlton, GWS. All-round shit cunt. Got dropped because he sucked. Moves back to Perth. <laughs> I don't know if that's poor posture of the week, but there's a little update for you guys about Reese Palmer, whoever the fuck that is. Um, oh, shit. I didn't finish the story, guys. So he moved back to Perth. Then there's a gap. I thought it was going to be another poor posture, but he keeps going. Threw a shoe at Trotters at Gloucester Park. Gloucester Park. I don't know how you say that. Gloucester. I don't know. G-L-O-U-C-E-S-T-E-R. Park in WA and is looking at a lifetime ban from the racing venue. He threw a shoe at the trotting horses and riders mid-race. Now... Now, you're you piece of shit, okay? Because that means you had money on this race. And first of all, um, never, ever bet on the trotters, bro. Never, ever bet on the trotters. Once the motherfucker's in the front, that motherfucker's winning, okay? Those things are too big to get around. So, you know that you're going to lose from the start. If your guy's not out to a good start, you're fucking done, mate. Don't ever bet on the trotters. That's your first mistake. And then... Don't blame the fucking horse or the rider when you're losing, bro. That's you, bro. You're the one who's not good at footy who needs to get his fucking money up. Sort your bank account, B. Alright? Your posture's so terrible, B. You don't throw shoes. Especially at horses. Horses are beautiful, man. Lifetime ban and, um, you know, whatever else. Throw the book at this dude, man. Tired. Hashtag Clay's tired. Um... Oh, now this is so stupid. Furious mum sues nanny for secretly feeding formula to baby. Now, is that a suable offence? What is wrong with formula? Hey, I can feed the baby applesauce, right? Without getting sued. So, what? What you? What do you expect the nanny to do? Fucking titty feed it? No. That's for the mum to do. The nanny's going to feed it formula. Shut the fuck up and stop wasting resources. Rich white woman. Yes, yes, there is a picture of her. And yes, she is rich. And yes, she is white. Um, shit, what else we got here? <laughs> People keep sending in this dude that filmed himself fucking his dog. Man, we did this weeks ago. And I don't know why you still sent it in. It's old news, bro. It's been covered. Jesus. A billionaire diamond trader, 65 years old dies during penis enlargement surgery. Now, I have just talked about this moments ago. Now, yeah, you're billionaire. You're upset because the only reason you're successful is because you got a tiny dick and you needed to make up for it with cash. And I guarantee that when this guy was sad, he would look at his bank account to make himself happy again. Now, I bet that is great to be able to look at a billion dollars in your bank account but also complications. First of all, did your family not have enough bread to suppress that from the media? That you died during penis enlargement surgery? Your whole shit, dude, is trying to avoid that kind of shit your whole life and you, you're letting the press, the press announce this? Bro, sad times. I feel for this dude because he's a billion dollars. So he thought he could get a real loaf, but he was only going to get one more inch. I'm telling you, 
It's well documented that penis enlargement is not like, it's not fucking, it's not like getting new titties, man. All right. It is not like getting new titties. It, you can get, you can get an inch at like most and your, your slab ends up pointing down afterwards because they cut this tendon, which is what holds your dick up when you've got a hard, hard dick. They cut that tendon, which releases your cock from your body a little bit, gives you an, an extra inch. But you, when you got a boner, your dick continues to point at the ground, bro. So how do you fuck? You know? Like, I'm sorry, bro, but that's bad news. You don't, your family is fucked up for letting that get out. That you died during penis enlargement surgery, bro. But I'm sure you fucked so many women. You got so many money. You would have had the best prostitutes ever. And I, uh, hey, I respect that. And hey, all, all slabs matter. Okay. Man paints his entire house pink, says neighbors, who cannot do anything about it. Now, should they be allowed to do anything about it? If I own my fucking house, I'll paint, I'll paint the motherfucker pink if I want. A Texas neighborhood is in uproar over a Pepto-Bismol full-on flamingo pink panther pink house. But the homeowner doesn't care what his neighbors or anyone else thinks. It's just my favorite color, he says. No, okay, so when you start saying out loud that you don't give a fuck about your neighbor, like somebody's going to come and try and do something about this, you're going to get, see, now nah, that's ignorant shit. And that is poor posture. First of all, your posture is so fucked up when you got a, a pink house. Like dudes are definitely going to town on your, on your pooper. Um... After a car accident, years of health problems left him in a wheelchair. Rodriguez says the pink part of his house. Now it kind of feels weird that I said he's got poor posture since he's in a wheelchair. Well, I guess there's this saying in Austin, Texas, and that's where this is, called Keep Austin Weird. And he thought everyone was going to embrace him for his pink house. Anyway, Aaron fucking hates him. Uh, I mean, you know, if that's what makes you happy, you're not hurting anybody, you know, Paint your fucking house pink, bro. And everybody like, mind your motherfucking business. Your house isn't pink. Who gives a fuck? You know? Fornication will no longer be legal in Utah. And to be honest with you, I don't even, like, me and Rachel, hey, if I'm if I'm going to air my own sort of situation, me and Rachel don't do do that, um, that anal kind of stuff, man. Because first of all, um, mm, straight and mm, like the front hole, you know? I... I don't think I need to go, uh, I don't need to enter through the back door, okay, unless I'm gay, because that's what gay people do, and I'm not gay, I'm straight, uh, so, hey, fornication will no longer be legal in Utah, or illegal, yo, get your eyes checked, B, will no longer be illegal in Utah, so now you guys in Utah, you can butt fuck away, bro, go ahead, um, I personally don't need to do that. But hey, again, do what makes you happy. If you need to fuck your woman in the butt, go ahead. If you need to put a strap up, strap on on and fuck your man in the butt and he needs that kind of 
So you guys probably need to have a chat because he likes boys. And second of all, go ahead. And third of all, if you're gay and you need to, you know, do a little bit of butt sex to, to survive, go ahead. It's fine. It's fine. It's not poor posture. Um, it's definitely not poor posture, but you guys keep sending in shit that's not poor posture. And that's fine, bro. That's fine. Now this, this is poor posture and this is going to be the last poor posture of the day. I am upset by this and I think I'm supposed to be, but this woman smears menstrual blood on her face to combat period stigma. Now, I don't know that doing this is making me more comfortable with periods. Not that I'm overly uncomfortable with periods. Periods are fine. They're natural. That doesn't mean that I want you to wear white pants and no tampon and bleed out everywhere. That's not really my fucking jam. And also, I'm not going to shit my pants and be proud of it. So, oh, that's not the same thing. I'm a proud woman. Okay, be proud in your own fucking time. I don't want to see you with period blood all over yourself. Your posture's terrible, dude. You're not empowering people. This is attention-seeking behavior. This is that shit that, you know... I'm so more, I'm so much more woke than you and I've got hairy armpits and hairy legs and I don't know what a TV is. Shut the fuck up. Hey, you're so in touch with nature, go swim with the fucking sharks with that blood all over you, stupid motherfucker. What's wrong with you, bro? You're gonna go ride a shark? Yo, I've had enough of this silly shit, man. You wanna, you wanna leak your blood all over your fucking couch and your bed and your fucking car seats? That's fucking fine with me. Don't do it in my house and don't, you don't need to put it on your fucking face. You don't need to put it on your fucking face, okay? It's fucking stupid. This isn't period shame, bro. When Rachel's got her period, I'm like, oh, God, get away from me, man. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to shower with you. Oh, I'm a fucking grown up, bro. I know what a period is. I understand it. That's like, you know, I hurt my elbow the other week. I busted it open. It's bleeding everywhere. That's like, and I, I couldn't, it's on the part of my elbow that I can't see unless I'm in the mirror. So I was like, Rach, can you put a fucking bandaid on this, right? She didn't fucking cry about it. Now, granted, I wouldn't put a fucking tampon in for her. That's very different. Okay? Is it very different? I mean, come on. Come on, bro. I don't... Okay, here's another thing about butt sex, bro. I don't want to fuck you in the butt and have shit all over my dick. Just as much as... Hey, I don't really want to have blood all over my dick. It's... It's dangerous looking. Is, is it hurting? No. But will I do it from time to time? Hey, maybe I'll do it from time to time. Do I want to? Does it turn me on? No. Does it turn me off? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Is that supposed to be shaming? No. Not ashamed of you. Don't be ashamed of yourself. Certainly. Tell you what. Rachel starts rubbing her fucking period blood all over her face. We're breaking up. Because she's lost her goddamn mind when she does that. We are certainly not going to go to that level. Hey, periods are fine. Go ahead, have your period. Not ashamed of you. Don't want to see it on my couch. Don't want to see it on my carpet. Don't want to see it in my bed. Don't want to see it on my car seats. Don't want to see it on your motherfucking face. Okay? Um, Demetra Nix. Uh, not, nah, not impressed with you. 
Not impressed with you. And she looks like she's probably attractive, but she... Hey, hey guys. She has definitely lost her fucking marbles. Good luck dating her and being allowed to watch the football on a fucking Sunday. Even though you boycotted it because of because uh, I'm with Kat. Okay? Fuck that shit. You're not allowed to do shit in that relationship. She, she wears the pants and that's not about equality. That is about wild cowboy bullshit. Hey, keep your period blood in your pussy, bro. Don't put it on your face. Yup. I fucking said it. Um, Triple M, maybe... <laughs> Maybe take us to listen to this fuck shit, even though that was also fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stacked, a fuck shit stacked. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stacked, a fuck shit stacked. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Now, this shit, this shit is so crazy, bro. And this is in the New York Post, so it's it's actually not fucking fake man check the check the oh no New York Post is that yeah that's real that's real news right anyway check out this headline woman suffers stroke after oral sex orgasm causes brain bleed (laughs) so this dude's head game is so strong he makes you come so hard you have a stroke Yo, Mr. Steel, your girl is in the building, son. What? Passed out mid-oral sex after her imminent orgasm caused a small stroke. She had a fucking brain bleed, bro. Now, she was 44 years old and may have had some, some shit going on in her body already, but... She lost consciousness for two to three minutes. Uh, her lover rushed her to the hospital fearing she had suffered a fit. When they arrived, the man told medics his partner's body had gone stiff during the episode. She felt sick when she arrived at the hospital and was suffering a nasty headache, which she scored as a 6 out of 10 in the pain scale. Um... Her partner estimated she was unconscious for two to three minutes with no convulsive activity. She had otherwise been well preceding the event. Given the women's symptoms, CT scan revealed trace of acute sub subarachnoid blood, a type of stroke that causes bleeding in the space around the brain. The patient's bleed was caused by a small aneurysm, a bulge on a blood vessel like a balloon or bubble that bursts. That's what an aneurysm is. The doctor's team warned that the rigorous activity, including passionate romps, can cause aneurysms to burst. So if you've got a brain aneurysm, which is a small bubble in like a blood vessel around your brain, and you come too hard, you're going to have stroke. So, ladies, if your man's not giving you enough work, maybe he's doing you a favor if you've got any aneurysms in there. And you know what? You probably all do because every time you yell and you you get that blood vessel in your neck and your face goes all red, you're probably giving yourself brain aneurysm. So every time he sees you do that, he's going to give you less and less mouth game. Oh, this shit is so fucking easy. Easy money. Um, Yo, Triple M, take us to Clay's Reviews. 
Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. Alright, so I went and saw this movie the other night, um, and I've got written down here always, sometimes, never, but I actually think that's in the wrong uh, order, so I'm just looking it up now. Okay, it's sometimes, always, never. And it stars Bill Nye, the science guy, who um, I didn't know was an actor, but I liked it, man. Now, I'm going to tell you this straight up. Before I give the score, you guys from the score will be like, wow, that's a pretty good score. I might see this. Now, if you're not a movie guy, like if you're not a movie guy, you know, if you don't enjoy cinema and you just like explosions and car chases and um, titties and six packs and shit, this is not the movie for you. This was a low budget film, um, well, which I, I've not researched the budget, but it looked low budget, so hopefully it was low budget. Um, and it, but it was shot very well, very artistically, very, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like it looked intentionally kind of shitty, kind of fake. Like the, when they're driving the cars, you could for sure tell it wasn't them driving a car. Like, um, like it was just like green screen or whatever. And very, uh, it looked very amateur, but on purpose, I don't know how, to, I don't, there's probably a word for that, but, um, I fucking enjoyed it. I loved the story. Um, basically Bill Nye was the dad, um, him and his son are trying to track down the, his other son, but it's been like years and through tra trying to track down his other son, he's neglected his son that's still there. Um, and they're brought back together through their love of Scrabble basically. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, I don't like to give spoilers away too much, especially this one's still in theaters. So I don't really want to, um, you know, fuck it up for you guys, but I very much rated it. That's not good English. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And, um, I, I, I'm giving this a seven out of 7.5, 7.5 out of 10. Now I said seven out of 7.5, but I was correcting my seven to 7.5. So 7.5 out of 10 for um, Sometimes Always Never starring Bill Nye the Science Guy. Uh, and again, make sure you're a movie guy before you see this. Um, if you're not a movie guy, probably not for you, but I definitely enjoyed it. And I definitely enjoyed this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, man. Um, you know where to find us. We are welcome to the potty on everything. Um, if you've got any suggestions for guests or anything like that, hit me up. Welcome to the potty at gmail.com or DM me on the welcome to the potty Instagram, whatever, man. Um, yo, fucking love this shit. We're growing. We are fucking steadily growing and we loving this shit. We got some new merch coming. I've got a new fucking car and, um, yo, as always, bung bung. <laughs>